Hey there, I'm Danielle Ackeson, and this is the Silver Lining Live podcast. Everyone has a story to tell. I believe something can be learned from every situation. The Silver Lining Life gives everyone a voice. Real life people and experts share their life. They share how they've overcome tragedy, their victories, and their defining moments. So why is this important? Because it's easy to look at a person and think it's been so easy, quick, or perfect for them. But that is so far from reality. There is work, struggle, and heartbreak. As we will learn, a silver lining life isn't a perfect life. It's about enjoying the life you've been given and even those hard times. So sit back and get ready. It's going to be a fun ride. Hi, everybody. I am so, so excited. And I know I say that every week. Um, but today is a super special day because my dad is here. Welcome, Dan Sylvie. Why, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Um, I invited my dad to be in the Father's Day series, um, not only because I think that he is the best dad on the planet, um, but also he um, is just lovely. So um, thank you for taking this time out of your your day to be here. (laughs) So um, I asked dad to come and kind of share his um, running journey because he kind of has a unique relationship because he runs with his children. So... um, Tell us your story of kind of starting to run. Starting to run. Well, actually, it was uh, 10 and a half, almost 11 years ago. Danielle, the host, <laughs> came and said, Dad, let's run in the mini. And I go, I, I don't know if, if I want to do that. Well, anyway, at the, at the time at work, it was also at a time where, where I was working was downsizing. And I was looking around at people that I knew was my age. And I noticed that they had, some of them, not, not all, of course, but had mobility issues. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought, well, shoot, I can still do the stairs. I can still move well. Maybe I ought to continue doing that. So I told her yes. Now, the game plan also was there was, she had two roommates. <laughs> That we're going to run too. So I was going to run with three sub early twenty, 20. early twenty <laughs> girls, and so I couldn't let them show me up. I definitely didn't want to uh, for them to see me being put in the ambulance, <laughs> <laughs> which is always a fear. <laughs> so I practiced. So I I ran and, and been doing it with you of course and then of course with Mary Jane and and I've done it with Travis and I've done it with their spouses and and uh, got all my kids except for Kelly she's (laughs) she's running is not her passion (laughs) well it's funny um you left out of your story that you ended up running that mini by yourself oh yes I did (laughs) So, um, there was, um, a couple, a couple, well, three, I think ultimately we all three got injured. Um, and the day that you ran that I was wearing a boot, yes. <laughs> so there, there was, um, no, no running for me. So what age were you when you embarked on that journey? Well, that would make me when I first started, it would be 53. Um, and I, I always, I always lie and I always say that, that he's 43. So Clearly, he was 33 at the time. (laughs) So, um, how do you feel like running has helped to kind of nurture those relationships with your adult children? Because I I feel like it would be easy to kind of, your kids grow up 
and go off, you know? So how has that helped that relationship? What we have done is that if you're going to do any serious running, you don't want to look bad being put in the ambulance, (laughs) then you train. Right. And what we have done is since you kids live fairly close Mm -hmm. to me, uh, we have trained together. Yeah. And uh, that that is actually the best part mm-hmm. because we've sat. I've I, I've explained this to to many many people uh, that running with you guys, it is it's like a just a, a bunch of girls out there just talking and, <laughs> and running and we're talking Trent's about appreciate work. This. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sometimes we like the guys run too, but uh, in fact, in fact, in that the first run we that I did with him. Mm-hmm. He hated it because we kept talking. <laughs> and now he is a, a good talker while, yes, when you yes. run. <laughs> so he could probably go a little faster if we weren't talking, but that's, th- true. that's how you judge when somebody's in trouble. Yeah, we're going too fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, they haven't trained. They're not feeling well. Because, oh, wait a minute. He's not, or she's not talking. So. Yeah. Um, and I have found, like, when you're running... It's um, not only therapeutic because you're outside and you're like perpetually grounding yourself <laughs> to Mother Earth, but also um, just that, that talking piece because then you are talking, I feel like, more than you probably would. I, I know definitely for me because I have three little kids. So <laughs> when you're here, you're talking to my children and playing with them for the most part and it's not as much talking like between you and I. One partic- particular training run we did in, in Tipton uh, it was a long run, mm-hmm. and you, it was you, Mary Jane, and I, and we're just toward the end of the run. We're, you know, mile eight, mile nine, kind of tired. We blew through a stop sign. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, our car was watching because we just weren't paying attention. We were just, just talking. <laughs> I don't know, I'm enjoying because it was mile That's always mile eight. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so, roughly how many races have you ran now? Oh, my goodness. Well, we do two a year, generally speaking. So, that's on an average. I've been, because you showed me in Facebook that, or Facebook told me one mm-hmm. or two, that we've been doing it for, for 10 years. So, I definitely have done 20 half marathons mm-hmm. and several several uh, 5Ks or mm-hmm. whatever whatever's available. In fact, even Kelly, who doesn't didn't run with us, she organized uh, yeah. has organized a couple of runs. So she has been a part of so it. So it is part of it. <laughs> um, um, and you didn't mention your biggest run because you have also ran a marathon, which you said you wouldn't do. Yes, I, I did. <laughs> I did. Uh, I I did run a marathon. I trained with you and Trent. Mm-hmm. We met our goal. Uh, I mean, we're not fast runners. Right. Uh, our goal... Because of the talking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, our goal was do it under five hours. Mm-hmm. We achieved that. And of course... Well, our first goal was to, to finish. finish. That's always our goal. And, and then the, <laughs> the next was uh, under five hours. And, and we did that. And in fact, that, that was tough. Because we took it serious. We still talked during our training. Mm-hmm. But we took it serious and actually trained. Yeah. And uh, I, I think I've got up to about 15 or 17 miles. And my body's just said, no that's more. enough. <laughs> you need a rest. In fact, we were even crazy enough. Uh, I, I participated in a training run that was in 
double digits. It was a long one. Mm-hmm. We started at uh, before sunup. We finished as, because I had to work that day. Mm-hmm. And we finished as the sun was coming up. Those are still my favorite runs, as much as I hated the whole training process. But that is so cool that you are, you're finishing your run as other people haven't even, like, thought about getting up yet. <laughs> now, the, the smartest one that I did not participate in was also a, a, a pre-dawn run with you guys. And I had to go to, go to work, uh-huh. and I decided I just, I just couldn't, couldn't do it and, and work that day. And I was working ten or twelve hours mm-hmm. a day at that time, and and uh, you guys got caught in a thunderstorm. Yeah, a torrential downpour. I always say that running has been the best thing that Trent and I could have done for our marriage, and especially that run because you're really having to look out for each other. Because I mean, it was it was a torrential downpour. There was thunder. There was lightning. It was really stupid, probably, um, but it was like we can do that we can do anything (laughs) well i've had people come up to me and say hey that is fantastic that uh you did a marathon a full marathon i go that that's not the fantastic part the fantastic part is sticking with a training program yeah the commitment i mean it takes several months uh i think we started like four four we started in july We started in July because I had, I had just had George and so I had, had been just released from the doctor. So. so you turned around and did a half marathon, which we do often, mm-hmm. and turn around two days later and do a six-mile run. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's stupid, and which is why um, you and I have never ran it again. Yes. <laughs> um, so um, you didn't say that we couldn't talk about this, so I'm going to talk about this because you didn't say we couldn't. So you also have um, taken up trail running, <laughs> <laughs> and um, and can you? Because a, I just I find you to be very fearless, which I am sure you'll probably say is not the case, but um, especially in this situation, I felt like you were incredibly fearless. So I was wondering if you would talk about um, your first trail run um, with Trent. Well, the first. <laughs> first trail run was also a run in the dark yes <laughs> at eagle creek park which is a very pretty park mm-hmm. there uh, northeast of any the west of indianapolis and it was um run went great it was a half marathon and you made two loops and we were halfway through the first loop we came out of we're out of the woods fairly flat ground and all of a sudden, something tripped me, which later turned out to be a little tiny stump in the trail. <laughs> but I tripped me, and I drove my face into gravel, a gravel trail. With that, it was, I, I cut up my face a little bit, broke my glasses, but it just looked awful when you have little cuts on your face. Horrific. I had, I had blood that ran all the way down to my shoes. And it was summertime, so it was hot. Sweaty. Sweaty. Your blood is pumping because you're running. And, yeah, he fell. Um, we finished, by the way. <laughs> um, I, I should have included Trent on this, this portion of, of the show, but I didn't um, because I always love when he is talking about it because you're, you're like, is it, is it that bad? And he's like, 
<laughs> no, it's it's okay. And, and uh, what about halfway through? He's like, Dan, I, I need to switch sides with you because I cannot continue looking at this. It's really turning my, my stomach. But that you continued on, I just feel like says so much about you because, I mean, mo- most people, I mean, they were asking you at water stops, like, sir, are, are you okay? <laughs> because... Yep. But there wasn't any reason not to finish, but I did not want a, did not finish on my record. (laughs) Um, And so at the time I was, well, I was nine months pregnant because we hadn't had Colin yet, Mm -hmm. which is why I did not run the race. And so post race and, and I, I was, I was tracking at home. It's the middle of the night because it is a night race and it is June so I'm I'm tracking this at home and I'm like, man, they've really slowed down. And um, but I, I just kept getting like, oh, we're at mile this, we're at mile this. They kept texting me, and so I was like, well, everything must be okay. And then um I finally got the word that you guys had finished, and Trent was like, Well, there was a little accident. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, okay, like is everything okay? And so he sends me a photo with no prep other than there was a little accident. And I mean it looked like Trent beat the crap out of my dad <laughs> before well, I, they came out of the I way. always said he tripped me. <laughs> now, the reason I know that that was uh, near that spot, they talked me into running this the next year. Yep, we did it again. <laughs> uh, my clowning around, I almost fell. <laughs> so I had to quit clowning. Yes. Yes, but in that trail, like I said, there was a little three inch diameter about an inch off the ground stump in the middle of the trail mm-hmm. why they cut it and left it i have i have no idea i'm pretty sure that's what i what i tripped on definitely from the looks of your face they shouldn't have yes <laughs> there were plenty of other things to trip you up but that so what what drove you to um get back out there and do it again because i feel like most people would be like there's no way and I, my stepmom was like dan you don't need to do this anymore <laughs> but you did it again. So what what made you say yes? The bling. The, the metal. No. <laughs> no, I that definitely I definitely wanted to do it again mm-hmm. and uh uh improve on my time, of course, and, and make sure I could make the run without tripping. Uh, I didn't quite achieve it, like I said. I didn't go down all the way. <laughs> I was clowning around each time right, I was right. doing it. And Running the trail through the woods and up and down the hills is is very tough. There's a lot of things to 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 trip you up. It's oh definitely. It's kind of crazy. De- definitely and in the dark. Yeah, and Trent and I. So a- after that, then we after you had fallen, we did the winter one, um, and it closed out before you could sign up. Like you were in the middle of signing up, which was probably a god thing in all honesty, but. <laughs> So when we ran it, um, it was then slick because it was like snowy, um, because it was winter. It wasn't cold that day, but it was slick. Um, and just the mental drain that I was not prepared for at all. And we ended up doing a quarter marathon. That's what we had signed up. We didn't sign up for the half, but we did a quarter. Um, and the mental drain of that was unbelievable. I couldn't, because it's not just like, okay, my, you know, I need my legs to keep going. It was like, no, I need to be looking at every single step that I'm taking because I don't want to be taken out of here no. with the bloody face. 
Yeah, you, you definitely have to plan where you're going to place your foot, how high you're going to jump over a root or something. And to make it worse, you've got a spotlight or, a, you know, a, a light on your forehead that you can't shine in the right spot. And yeah. You can't get your bifocals in the right spot. <laughs> and so trying to get things in focus and where to set your feet and, and right. your depth perception's off. Yeah. So sometimes you don't quite clear that route. Right. That makes sense. So how do you feel like as as um a now 63 60 I I feel even weird saying that because I literally always say you're 43 64 uh oh yeah because I just turned 35 right is that right is that what I did yeah okay yeah, I don't even yes, know because yes. I lie so often about what your age is and then it so you're turning 65 this year yes that seems completely wrong but whatever we'll go with it um how do you feel like running has helped you even with like i'm i'm going to put in quotes aging because you're still very young to me so how do you feel like that's helped you well i still at my age wake up with these aches and pains and stiffness Mm -hmm. and everything and but it's actually worse if i don't run Mm -hmm. so uh, i think that has helped me and i'm still fairly mobile and Mm -hmm. i still trip on training runs <laughs> no I haven't done that for a while I'm, I'm very careful on that half uh, that but each time I do it I never lose my water bottle it's in my hand which is the dumbest thing of all uh, you, your face is is tore up but you still have your water bottle <laughs> so um so kind of to take out the running piece but like as your kids age, you know, there's always so much talk that I feel like is inundated with mothers my age or even even fathers, I'm sure, of people, you know, you need to be present, you need to appreciate where you're at and all of that. Um, so as your kids have gotten older, and maybe it's a guy thing, I don't know, I don't see you grieving that your kids aren't little anymore. And maybe you do, and, and that's just not something that you share. But but how how is that for you as your kids are getting older? Well, I do notice that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I... I... I, I do miss that. I'm going to grand's kids baseball, softball, soccer mm-hmm. games, which I en- I enjoy that. I, I kind of wish I was coaching, but then, again, I don't want to give the time. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I do. I do miss mm-hmm. that. And, and with uh, uh, aging and, and, and with uh, l- losing relatives and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that, that is the next generation, you know, begin to think about mine so right. I, I do think about it mm-hmm. and so it's, it's another push to make sure that well you know I ought to make sure and do something yeah and and do something maybe just instead of running yesterday I mowed the yard mm-hmm. uh, yeah I laughed at my neighbor he's using his self-propelled mower and mm-hmm. and, and I'm not yeah just uh it seems kind of crazy <laughs> to do all this running and buy all these shoes and yeah and not I do want to say one thing I'm not sure I mentioned it and I have to is that Travis has run with us oh. I don't want you to think it's just a girl thing <laughs> plus Trent yes. yep but but yeah, Travis I, and even Mary has mm-hmm. has a few times but she's kind of wimped out <laughs> in the runs I've been in <laughs> uh, I, and honestly I feel like you've actually ran almost as many miles with just Trent as you have even with me because 
I've had three children. Yeah, yeah, you've you've copped out and stayed at home <laughs> and sat around growing quite, growing babies or or taking care of them post post delivery. Um, and so I feel like that kind of gives you a unique relationship even with a son-in-law because I don't feel like it's like one at least in my perception, you know, of like on TV like, "Oh, this son-in-law, like he's the because I feel like you guys have this friendship and you have this bond and Well, well first of all, I'm a very lucky person because uh, the kids I've that I have, my my kids, my stepkids, mm-hmm. and and they have chosen well. Yeah. <laughs> in their the people they've been around, their spouses. And so I I'm very lucky there. It, it, it that part makes it easy. Yeah. And and so it, it's easy to say, "Oh, this works really good." I don't mm-hmm. always agree with yeah. With, with we sometimes I'm talk sure, politics. <laughs> I'm sure they all agree with me, but... Well, duh. <laughs> I can't get Daniel to go out and, and run, but... He, <laughs> or Dustin. Dustin or Dustin. No, nah, they just... And, and that's okay. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. It just is made for a, a different relationship. And, and I feel like even, um, you know, the the running the trail run and having that moment of, of you falling and getting injured and all of that... That's like a bonding experience all in itself as well, of because it was just Trent there with you to like, okay, here's what we're gonna do. Yeah, there he is. He kind of helped me up, you know, look for my glasses and kind of put them back together. And right, yeah. So it is. It's just interesting how how running has opened up those those different um, relationships and those those different opportunities that you wouldn't have necessarily had otherwise, which I think is is kind of cool. So I do always ask um, two questions at the end of every podcast. So my my first, and I guess you can answer this however you want, or you can answer it both ways, but um, if there is somebody where you were, um, what advice or encouragement do you have? And so I, I think that that could be both in fatherhood, um, and then also um, if they're like, this guy, like, there's no way I could do this running. Like, so... It would be great if you could answer both of those. Well, on the first part, because I'll ask, I'll answer the easy one uh, on, on running. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody can do well. Majority of people can do it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's like Linda. Linda wants to. She wants to run fast because mm-hmm. when you run, you run fast. Yeah. Well, no, that's not true. <laughs> right. Uh, everybody that can run mm-hmm. are runners. Right. I mean, it may be you run. When, from the car to the to the house when it's pouring down rain. Yeah. Uh, but everybody can. It's just not everybody's gonna win the race. Win the race, you know. It's just the which the boys think that that's crazy. The little boys, they're like, "You didn't win." It was like, "Good lord, no! We didn't even come in close." <laughs> uh, even in my age group, I, I can't. I can't win. <laughs> but close. You've close. been close. I've been close. <laughs> I gotta wait till they move up. Yes, that's nice that you say move up. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so the other part. So in in, in fatherhood and, you know, as, as kids are, are growing and aging and um, continuing to have those bonds, um, because I do feel like you're close with, with all of your kids. So um, what is your encouragement or your advice to, to those people? Well, I, I don't know. I, was, I, I wish you'd give me a list of questions. I could have made it sound good. Well, clearly, you don't aren't a regular listener because you would have known these two. Oh. <laughs> Oops, got caught. 
Well, then there's 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 the one thing is 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 kind of the same thing I say with uh, relationships is honesty. Right. Is is uh, uh, if. Well, I mean, there's the stupid things, you know. Hey, does this pant make my pants make my butt look big? Your kids aren't asking you that question now. <laughs> they know you'll tell them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be. stupid. We're not stupid. <laughs> yeah, but uh, and, and there's no reason to hurt anybody. Right. But we try not to hold grudges. But mm-hmm. honest. Uh, yeah. You know, if I see something, you know, it's not I'm looking for. I'm I'm looking I'm looking at the positive side too. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and I think that that's that one thing that I have noticed even as an adult where, like, I ask a question and you'll say, well, what do you, what do you think? Like, what do you think is the answer? Or what do you, and, and then if I'm like, well, I think it's this, then you're either like, if I am spot on, then you're like, yes, that's, that's the way you need to go. Or you, you respond in a very positive way of like, I think you need to look at this piece or, uh, you know, because we talk especially when we're running, we talk about everything, like from work to, to marriage. I mean, literally everything, even raising, raising our kids. And, um, and I feel like you're very good about telling us what we think when we ask, because it's not, you don't just come right out and like, I think you're making a mistake here. (laughs) But, but I do think that that is, is something that I really respect that you do because it's very empowering to your kids. Um, and it's not like, Hey, you need to do it this way because this is the way I would do it. Because I'm sure that there's things that I've done in my life that you're like, seriously, Dean? <laughs> this this podcast isn't long enough to go through all that. <laughs> so, uh, but right, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I'm I'm just sitting there shaking my head. I, I I'm not sure. Because self self evaluation, and I may not be very good at. It. Well, I, I am actually very good at it, but no. <laughs> Well, I I just feel like you have a very good way of giving wings, but also supporting that, um, because it's it's not that you want to see your kids fail. I I have learned in in and it's also uh, in in my jobs where I've hired people and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. There's more than one way to. Well, I think the same grandpa used to say to skin a cat. So my way, of course, is the best way, but it's not the only way. Right. And it's not wrong with thinking that your ways is the best way, but understand that somebody might have a slightly better best way. Right. And uh, there's sometimes you got to go out and experience let them try it. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and I think like especially for me, like because he's an engineer. We didn't say that, but he's an engineer. Where I don't feel like I'm that as analytic as as you are on things. So I miss those steps where I feel like you can say like, "Well, have you looked at it this way?" And then I'm like, "Oh, crap. No, I hadn't even considered that." Where I would never because my brain just doesn't work that way. And um but I feel like you do that with such it's it's very empowering as opposed to like, hey, you idiot! Like, why wouldn't you have thought it this way? <laughs> and if you really were acting like an idiot, I'd say, oh, that. you would have told me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then the last question that I ask every single time is when you're in a funk, um, and not like something horrific, but um, not, uh, you know, like you mentioned, people passing away or anything like that. But just a funk, like you wake up and just things aren't going your way or whatever. How do you shift that? What do you do in those moments? Oh. Well, I, I can, it was, uh, well, it was one time when my, my wife was off taking her test for her uh, nursing license. Mm-hmm. Wasn't her license, but to graduate. It mm-hmm. was the final clinical and that kind of stuff. And I just, 
I knew this was very she had a one time one one time shot at mm-hmm. it and just the way the school was set up mm-hmm. and and she never called she never called you know mm-hmm. I went for a run mm-hmm. I, you know I, yeah. I'm tying this into the not <laughs> it's going full circle right, right. everybody <laughs> it was it was and she called me on the run and uh-huh. on the run and said I passed yeah but that's I just needed to do something mm-hmm. I was home and, and yeah. uh, you know the kids all moved out you know yeah. I just and I just I'm, I just go for a run and burn mm-hmm. I guess you burn that off yeah but another function when you can't go for a run I I don't know I just mope along and and something I'll see and I'll start kind of joking and mm-hmm. smiling and it moves it along moving on it is kind of just having faith that it will get better because it does. I like that. My my mom had got on me once when I was probably Marshall's age. My was probably older. It was probably closer to Derek's and, and uh, maybe in my teens. He goes, you don't get serious about anything. Nothing ever bothers you. That's wrong. Well, I'm not so sure she was right. <laughs> I like that. And I think that's a, um, that's a trait that I for sure similarly yeah. have to you. And have also gotten in trouble yes. in my life for not taking things serious enough. And I also have children now who also are the same. So <laughs> It is funny when I watch it now. <laughs> it's hereditary. Well, thank you so much for doing this, Dad. I know that this is pretty out of your comfort zone. Yes, it is. So I appreciate it. I love you so much. And I'm so well, grateful that I you're my you dad. Too. And where's the camera? <laughs> I, I got my hair cut and everything for this. <laughs> Again, it is a podcast. You need to listen more. (laughs) Thanks, Dad. Okay. Hey, I hope you loved that episode. If you did, please rate, subscribe, and share with anyone you feel needed to hear that message. Also, please find me on social media at The Silver Lining Life because I would love to hear your favorite takeaways from today's episode. Can't wait to hear from you soon. Thanks for being here. Bye.